Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Ooh, hey there. Welcome back to Only Stupid Answers, the best damn podcast ever. Ever. In the they history of the up. world. I've been reading Listen. tweets that people... Uh, either really appreciate this opening, mm-hmm. or they're getting tired they're of the bit. Little... <laughs> and you know what? Uh, I appreciate the first half. Mm-hmm. I, I appreciate the first response. Uh, I'd like to say this just in: there have been reports that um, Only Stupid Answers is now the number one podcast in all of history, <gasps> future and past. Breaking, breaking news! It's breaking news from the future. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Congratulations. To the future, uh, to us. the past versions of yeah. us for the pod. Mm-hmm. <laughs> hey guys, welcome back to the podcast. It's the best podcast ever. Ever. We just determined that. And who's over here? Uh, DJ. And right here? Sam. It's Sam. Mm-hmm. Sam's talking right here. Hope you guys are enjoying it thus far. It's been rocky up until this. What is this, a minute in? <laughs> I, mean, no, I think it's been We're, fine. Don't sell yourself short. Uh, that's all I know how to do. So, so yeah, yeah, it's my number one talent on my resume. Uh-huh. I will always, <laughs> yeah, I love upselling things. Yeah. Like the guy who says I work too hard mm-hmm. on the resume. Come on, man. Come on. Yeah, my we biggest should... weakness is that I'm too humble. I want to make a podcast where it, it always feels like when you're listening to it, you're the guy walking into a, a circle of people at a party and just hearing pieces of conversation and trying mm-hmm. to understand and it. And trying to pick up. I had that. When I was half awake this morning, I'm like, that sounds like a good idea for a podcast. <laughs> and then you rolled over and you went back to sleep. Yes. I, I like it when you're like walking through um, the mall or a theme park or whatever, and you just pick up like a, right as people walk past you, like, you know. That's like the whole the, podcast. Exactly. Yeah. Is, is the whole thing. Uh-huh. Well, I'm going to write, I'm going to record as I walk around and then I'll just play it back and, and that'll like, be a podcast. That's when the child punched him in the nuts. Whoa. <laughs> what was the context for that? You'll never know. Yeah. Like life. Yeah. Guys, this is a podcast where we talk about movies, TV shows, comic books. Yes. And more. And more. And and we really appreciate you guys uh, supporting us, listening to us on SoundCloud. You can find us there, Only Stupid Answers. Super easy to search. Make sure you like us there. Repost it and comment. We like that. But also, more importantly, head over to iTunes for you iTunes users and go to the podcast. Subscribe there for it so you don't miss uh, the, the episodes when they come out. They come out Monday mornings. Um, and then make sure you rate and review. We love those five-star reviews, not, not to be biased, but they are our favorite. Not only that, we are now on Audio Boom, <gasps> and soon enough, we should be on other platforms. You guys have been asking for us to be on other platforms, and we're working on it. And the best way to find out which ones we're going to be on is to follow us on social media. You yes. follow us on Twitter, only stupid answers. Tank those vowels out of stupid. That's the best way to find it there. Also... On our Twitters, we kind of retweet those accounts often. Yep. So I'm at Sam Basher, S A M B A S H O R. And I'm at DJ Talks Trash, spelled like it sounds. Mm-hmm. We're on Facebook as well, at Only Stupid Answers, super easy to find. And Instagram, where we post photos of things we're talking about mm-hmm. before they come out. Speaking of that, Facebook, mm-hmm. uh, we did a little photo shoot 
a while ago now. Uh-huh. Uh huh. And uh, there was a lot of some green screen stuff, and so we're going to put that on the Facebook. Put some of our favorite ones on the Facebook, mm-hmm. and we want you to do whatever you want with them. anything. <laughs> it's very that's a dangerous offer. Yes, it is the a internet. dangerous offer. And then you can. Uh, Tweet us whatever what you've done, and we'll put our favorites on Instagram. Instagram, we'll put them, put them on Instagram, and if there's one that's like blowing our fucking mind, we'll like we'll maybe put it on Twitter. So it's with, uh, the, with the cool kids, with the cool kids, um, you're all the cool kids. Everyone's a cool kid. Also, if you put us in the videos, we wouldn't mind that either. The still images, <laughs> like if you wanted image. to animate them into videos, would be really cool. Wait, next time we should do like what Shia LaBeouf did that one. Like watch the the, the just something on green screen. We're trying to give an inspirational. Yeah, something. that's what I did with the. I did it for Source for Nerd a while ago. Like I did um like action poses there weren't action poses and i was like put me into the star trek trailer and then mm-hmm. someone put me into the star wars trailer it's pretty close actually mm-hmm. it turned out to be really cool nice. they made me fly with the millennium falcon and force awakens you know in the trailer like that crazy shot in the yeah. desert that's pretty cool have you seen uh it's on a bunch of stuff now it's going around like it's like oh it's a picture of a dalek and it's like oh, r2d2 r2d2 is my favorite from star trek yeah it's a dalek mm-hmm. it's, it's i love good. stuff like that yeah um, all right, I wanted to really quick, before we get into our discussion, what are we talking about today, DJ? Oh, we are talking about uh, uh, some creepy, fun stuff that came out this week. We're talking about Blair Witch, Witch. everybody's favorite movie, uh-huh. uh, and uh, the season premiere of American Horror Most Story. Story. Mm-hmm. Tried to say it with yeah. you. A Roanoke. Nailed it. There you go. Uh, but before we do that, we're going to read some reviews from iTunes. First up, I mean, yeah... By Banana3849, easily two of my favorite people on the internet talking about all sorts of things that I love. Said it right, that's you how they spelled say it. it. Yeah. For, those non- <laughs> for those non-nerds out there, Sam and DJ know how to make things that may be new to you extremely relatable by offering great commentary and recommendations. Keep up the awesome work, guys. Can't wait to hear more. I made it through that. You did. I you did definitely really well. started to slow down in the middle. You have to sometimes. <laughs> and that's five stars. Thank you. I took a speech-taking class once, and I always said, hey, don't worry about Just don't say um or whatever. Just pause. Take a breath. Keep going. They'll never know. My fellow Americans. Mm-hmm. It's Obama. That's Obama's what he Obama's really good at. No it. ums yeah. from Obama. Mm-mm. You guys are awesome, says every who who. Don't rate. I don't rate anything ever, but you guys deserve a rating. You guys got me reading comic books again. Y'all have great suggestions, and I'm always looking forward to your podcast every week. It makes my morning commute to school enjoyable. Keep up the good work. Not only. Has this person never rated something before? Uh-huh. He rated us, which always makes me feel good. Me too. But we got him reading comics again. That's pretty cool. Oh, by the way, I was I ran by Barnes Noble today because I wanted to see if I could. I'm, I'm editing something mm-hmm. for myself, <gasps> and uh, don't worry, it's not as something exciting. It's, it's an exciting it's, it's, project that will be coming out. No, next summer. Oh, no, no, wait, no, they'll get excited. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's it's uh, just basically brushing up on editorial stuff. But anyways, I got there. I was sitting down. And I was wa- I was looking before I, sorry, but when I was looking for a seat, a guy was looking at me, and I saw he was reading Why the Last Man. I was like, oh, come on! And, but he was like very intently like looking at me, not in a creepy way, but like yeah. like as if he know, knew me. But I didn't know who he was, so I just kept walking. And I sat down, and then he came up, and he's like, "Hey, man, I don't mean to bother you, but I love the podcast." And he like he showed me the Why the Last Man. You so re- he was reading Why the Last Man because of you, because of us, because because you told me to read it, and then I didn't Did shut I? up about it. Yeah, I told you to read Saga. Then I read Saga, mm-hmm. and then Philip read Saga. Philip from mm-hmm. Sourcefed. Sourcefed. So we're all catching Saga. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's a good one. 
if you're not but reading I'm glad Saga. You're reading. I'm glad you read Why the Last Man. I'm glad you read Saga. I can't wait till you've read Ex Machina. I'm sure that's next. That's another Brian K. Bond that's thing. in the thing. That's, that's in the that's in, in the, the thing. Uh, I I I need it. And then Paper Girls. There's definitely other like nonfiction books I need to. I've bought and I have to finish reading. Are you a big nonfiction book? No. Okay. But I know that I purchase these and they're okay. important, and I know they'll be good for me. I have to read them. So if you're not a nonfiction guy normally, what made you pick up these books? Uh, a lot of recommendations from a lot of people Got it. and they do seem interesting and I start getting interested as soon as I start as I start reading them but then I because mm-hmm. it's it's hard to there's no again like it's no pull from fiction there's no yeah. like like a thread throughout but it's like it is still an interesting book so I want to finish it the uh, best nonfiction book I have read was from Malcolm Malcolm Gladwell what is that I believe it was called Outliers it was not the tipping point I have that one as well I did not finish it but I'm sure it's great mm-hmm I don't know what either of those things are. Yeah, I'm not really a normal nonfiction guy. I don't really read books a lot. I get distracted very easily because mm-hmm. I have a five-year-old brain. Mm-hmm. I like the pictures in the uh, books. I feel you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, but I try. You do try. I have a poetry book that I've been trying to work through for years now. Speaking of trying, what are you into this week? <gasps> well, I don't know about you, but uh, I picked up uh, the first issue of Doom Patrol. Whoa. Gerard Way and the artist's name who I can't remember right now and it's making me feel like an asshole. I kept calling him Gerald Way and <laughs> Gerard not... Way is from My Chemical Romance. Yeah, and also he wrote The Umbrella Academy, two volumes, mm-hmm. which I cannot recommend more. Highly entertaining. Is it as weird as Doom Patrol? It, yes. Wow, because man, you guys should maybe just check out Doom Patrol just for the experience because it is a little hard to swallow it is uh, it's a little weird for you it is and it's not and i love weird i love weird mm-hmm. but there it almost was incomprehensible i couldn't get incomprehensible yeah incomprehensible incomprehensible mm-hmm. nailed it looking good uh Ger- <laughs> Ger- gerald's way uh-huh it's a street Doom patrol <laughs> is incomprehensible incomprehensible there mm-hmm. you go <laughs> um but no i it's it's interesting, and I and the I, I know a few of the classic Doom Patrol people, and I'm waiting for them to show up. And you got a few, yeah. You got you got to see a few in interesting ways. Someone flew Different. out of a taco. Mm-hmm. Sorry, it a got euro ex- exploded out of a taco. A euro, mm, euro, uh-huh. and gyro, then, and then uh, you've got a guy looking for a brick. Yeah, um, that ends up at the end. Yeah, I don't. Being don't spoilers. spoilers but should i say it <laughs> no 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 no, no don't, I don't say think it. you should say it even though even though we both read it and it wasn't until we were both together talking about it that we figured it out yeah what was happening and we also i only had a hint because i read an article that had been an interview with the writer so mm-hmm. it was like no i don't think anyone figured it out i think no. people just they like found this and they're like oh okay well i am interested to read it again and i am definitely picking up the second issue i think i think it is very strange and it is it's not uh, not linear it's not it is actually linear it's just very kind of. it's just very abstract yes and that's not bad and i think i'll pick up a second issue too yeah. i think this might be a better read for me in trade like in like in a yeah. collection i think i would i think i'd be less critical of it i think i would like it more yeah the art style is amazing the art style is really great um, and it's it's really fun and it's engaging and it's um, yeah I, I think that's the testament to it is that even though it is very abstract and very like plot wise not easy to follow mm-hmm. 
it's I found it very engaging, and I'm I'm interested to see what happens next. Me too. I will check it out. I'm also reading a bunch of other comics that are escaping me right now. Nice. Oh, but I, we did hear. I don't know. Are you keeping up with Batman? No. But we all like kind of saw the people in the comic book world who read the newest issue of Batman, mm-hmm. or I think it's Detective. No, it's Detective Comics. Sorry. Oh, it yeah, is. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, the people get ready, kids. Spoiler warning, possibly. But since a bunch of articles talked about it online, I feel it's all right for us to talk about it. Get ready. Here comes Tim Drake's dad. <gasps> but. Not really. Mm-hmm. No. He was taken by <gasps> Mr. Oz. Mr. Oz. Not which is great. Dr. Oz. Which is cool. Do we think, do we think Mr. Oz is Ozymandias? Yes. Okay. Yes. Because I think he may be like captured. If he has a way to capture Doomsday, I feel like he has a way to capture Dr. Manhattan and like use him. Maybe. Yeah. So maybe he's the one that's kind of, screw- it's not Dr. Manhattan that screwed up the universe. It could be both of them together. Yeah. Like maybe Mr. Oz is using his abilities like in like some kind of machine or something like yeah. that. But at the same time, Dr. Manhattan still has some conscious control. And like that way, like things that are good, things that are like important to this universe yeah. are still there. Yeah. But mm, I don't know. Um, What do you think about the Tim Drake? Tim Drake's just off the table now. They really have been doing nothing with his character yeah. since Damien came around. Like, they try to give him Teen Titans because yeah. they were setting that up for a long time. But, man, Teen Titans has been so bad. It's yeah. so bad. Like, really bad. It's also the timetable is really strange with the New 52 when they compressed it down to five years. Uh-huh. So I think in, now Tim Drake was never actually Robin. He went straight to Red Robin. Yeah, he was Red Robin right off the bat, which is kind of sucks. Yeah, I don't. It's especially since Tim Drake's one of my favorite Robins. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. In some ways, I kind of wonder if it would have been better to just, you know, honestly, um, with the way Grant Morrison wrapped up his Batman run, mm-hmm. I kind of wish that that had just been part of the old DC continuity. And so, with New Fifty Two, was like clean slate, and so they didn't have to worry about the uh, spoilers from a story from over five years ago. Uh, the death of Damien. Oh yeah. Either, either just let him be dead, mm-hmm. or have him not yet exist in the new Fifty Two continuity, and you're back to Tim Drake being Robin, mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. something. Just yeah. like you know, I think that that would have been cleaner than having to deal with it. Because at this point, how many three Robins have died and come back from the dead? Who is this? You got uh, Jason Todd. Yeah. You got Stephanie Brown. Cause she was Robin for a minute and died, and then came back. Thank goodness, because that story was not good. Mm-hmm. And then Damien. Yeah. a lot of and now kind of Tim now Drake, Tim Drake a little bit he lo- he's basically dead to, to the them rest of the world. They're, yeah they're considering him dead like in Teen Titans this like I've been keeping up with it because I just want to see how they lead into Damien taking over and it's like this makes sense Damien yeah. like is taking over he's going to be the new leader I'm very Why does excited he have to be the leader Damien I get that he's Robin Robin's normally the leader but Damien doesn't yeah I mean we'll see yeah. we'll see I'm gonna read at least the rebirth issue yeah I'm it looks good. it looks promising it looks really promising like Wally West like he's a brand brand new superhero yeah. like he's right out the gate and like also I was re- I read Flash this week and they revealed who Godspeed was <sighs> and I won't say on here but it was ex- and I already talked to you about it but mm-hmm. it's exactly who I thought it was going to yeah. be and I was like damn I expected this too, which is which is shitty because I was yeah. like, mm, the way they revealed it and the way like it worked out, it was kind of cool, but it's just, it's kind of lame. It's yeah. this, it's the same story you've gotten a million times, yeah. not out of Flash, but out of everything else. Yeah. So you're like, mm, mm, 
Like yeah. he, yeah. So I, I'm disappointed in that. I finished up Heroes Reborn. <gasps> Oop! Don't recommend it. Yeah. Oop! Don't go to that. I mean, I don't even remember how long I lasted. I think I lasted like three or four. Episodes. It was like we. I think I lasted to ten when it was mm-hmm. on, because then it went on a like two month hiatus for the last really? three episodes. Yeah. And it was like one episode, then there was like uh, episode eleven, then there's like a two week break, then episode twelve, and then thirteen. Yeah. And like there was some fun things they played around with, and fun. But it just wasn't a show that was big enough for you to reboot it like this because, yeah. and it was so long to like remember all these hidden Easter eggs yeah. that were in there. There was just a lot of dumb moves. Well, I think for most people, like I ditched the original heroes around season three. Yeah. Yeah. Season three was like the most promising because season two had some good moments, but it was faulty because like that was when the writer's Rider strike, strike and everything, yeah. yeah. But it still wasn't a I don't wouldn't call it a bad season. It was just cut short, and I, I overall yeah. it was it was pretty good. It was, it was okay. pretty good. It yeah. didn't did, didn't live up to season one. Season one is still I stand by it. Yeah, it's a very good season of TV, yeah. and um, but season three looked really promising, like mm-hmm. really really promising. Kind of like Heroes Reborn. Like I remember when we watched the first episode, I was like, you know what, I'm in. Yeah. And then the second episode, I'm not mm-hmm. so sure anymore. And then by the third, it's like, you know what, I think I'm okay. Yeah. And I think overall the four seasons we got of Heroes, mm-hmm. all the worst of that is better than the like than Heroes Reborn. Ooh. Besides the first episode, like we said, like we yeah. were pulled in. But yeah, the rest of it doesn't like just acting wise, effects wise. They had this one character that was like a shadow caster who would like shoot mm-hmm. shadows out of her hands, and it was like the fucking worst effect. But she could block powers basically. She could block okay. powers and grab you kind of with these like Power shadow blocker. tentacles. Yeah, it's lame. <laughs> it's lame. Anyways, that's what I was into. Did I watch anything else? I finished something else up, but I don't remember what it was. What was it? I'm sure it was real important. Yeah, I saw Hell or High Water, and I don't think oh, that nice. was... And I'm going to actually go see it again tonight, because good I got you. a free ticket. I'm <gasps> very excited. Um, I'm happy for you. It's a good movie. It's a I'm solid film. It. And I, I was worried, because you didn't really like No Country. No, and but... this is not uh, as yeah. bleak as that. And that's why I think I liked it more. Yeah. And also, I think the acting is... I mean, not acting, uh, just the lighter... Yeah, the lighter tone definitely I made wish... it better. I wish we could talk about spoilers for that movie because I just I like every part of it. If we give it a little bit more time, I think yeah. it'll be better yeah. because I think it'll be safer because I I haven't told anybody anything about it. Like yeah, you did seriously, like going cold. Yeah, like going just knowing nothing. I just said that I said who's in it? Ben mm-hmm. Foster. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Chris Pine, great, yep. and Jeff Bridges. And Jeff Bridges, from even if you saw a trailer for this movie, which maybe you shouldn't, um, it seems like he's gonna pull a no a true grit where yeah. he. You can't you understand him. Yeah. No, you can fully understand him in this movie, and he's it's one of my favorite roles for him because he's yeah. uh, he's just so good. Um, ben Foster, really great. Yeah, and I can't. I uh, going back and like reading his IMDb, I was like, oh yeah, he's that guy from those things. Yep. But this is his most memorable role for me. For my go-to, I knew he was the guy from X, the, everybody's favorite X-Men movie, X Three, uh, The Last Stand, where he played Angel. Oh, uh, yeah! I think you've told me that like ten times, Sometimes and I you can always forget. Nip. It's because that last stand is so buried deep down, uh-huh. so you don't think about it. Even the studio like resents it. Mm-hmm. Which can you they, they have that joke in uh, X Men Apocalypse, like we all know the third one sucks, and like little did they know that they were also joking about that their you were movie. making a garbage pile <laughs> yeah. of a movie. <laughs> uh, didn't hate it. Just wasn't the best X Men movie. No, but like it's still yeah. better than Last Stand. Uh, yes. Yeah. 
but again, that's a lot of things are yeah, better, better than, than X- yeah. It's better than X Men Wolverine. Wolverine. I think Last Stand's better than X Men Origins Wolverine. Wolverine's really rough. Yeah, I agree. No, I it's definitely really agree. bad. Yeah, the Wolverine I enjoyed. I'm excited for the third one. I'm excited for the third one too. The Wolverine I was on the fence. Out of all the X Men, like that one's like, I don't, I don't need to see that movie again. But I didn't hate that I, I spent money it. on it. There you go. <laughs> yeah, I did enjoy. Except uh, the end a little bit was like I don't know if I need that. But anyway, whatever. Um, where were we? Where ben, were we? Foster, ben Foster. He's also in Warcraft. Yes, the mm-hmm. evil wizard that mm-hmm. I think should have been cast as an actor much older than he is because mm-hmm. uh, he's like. 30s anyway he could have been in that movie i would have bought like a 25 year old that was Mm -hmm. aged up a little bit yeah Yeah. and then um uh i think the other role i go to for like his ability is 310 to yuma where he technically plays the antagonist Mm -hmm. everyone keeps saying that movie i've only seen it once not a bad movie it's just not a movie i've ever felt the need to revisit yeah ever because it's It's a remake too Uh, james mangold it's the same guy that directed the wolverine Oh, that's cool. Yeah, and it is. Um, is he doing based on an Elmore Leonard mm-hmm. book? Who also uh, the show Justified is inspired by his work, and I cannot recommend Justified enough. It's you a really, love it. It's way up my alley. Really quick, that guy, Justin Man- Man- Manifold, James Mangold. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, he's doing Wolverine three as well. Yes. Yeah, that'd yeah. be cool. Yeah, the only disappointment there is you, they had Darren Aronofsky for a minute. And I, I'm for still for Wolverine? The, for the Wolverine. Oh, yeah. that would have been weird. Yeah, <laughs> that would have been a weird X Men movie. I, I can't like the closest we've ever gotten to like a straight up Artur getting a superhero movie is Christopher Nolan with The Dark Knight. Yeah, uh, and they and were so amazing. It, they were amazing, and it's like I, I, I would have liked to have seen what he would have done with it. That would have been so weird. Yeah. And that's the character to pick, I guess. I'm a, I'm a bit. Well, he's he's friends with Hugh Jackman from um, that movie they did together. <gasps> Les Mis. No, not yeah. Les Mis. Uh, he did shit. It's the one where uh, it goes throughout time. Oh, 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 with the fountain. The fountain. Thank you. I, I was going to have to look it up. A lot of people don't like that movie. I love that movie. I have not seen it. <gasps> but other than that, I'm a big Aronofsky fan from Pie and Requiem for a Dream. As I a, even like Noah a lot. I did want. I kind of want to see Noah just for that one evolution scene or the the, the creation. The scene. creation scene is amazing. The first act of that movie is kind of garbage. Uh-huh. And uh, there's like magic and stuff. There's right? ma- it's it's kind of like this weird Lord of the Rings type thing, and it it comes up with this like uh, uh, text at the beginning that looks like a third grader with After Effects made. Yeah. And I uh, I was doing a shoot that day on the sun, and I forgot to wear sunscreen. And so I was burnt to hell and I was seeing it with Steve. Mm-hmm. And so I was like shaking from sunburn. You know what I mean? And I like leaned over and I'm like, what the hell are we watching? Like, <laughs> what is happening right now? <laughs> and then there's a, there's a turn. It's been like two years. Can I say what the, do you want? Do, you, we haven't seen it yet. Do you want me to, it's not really a spoiler. Go for it. Okay. There's a the story of Noah. Noah's told by God, Hey, build an ark. Yeah. Cause I want to save all the animals. And then, Noah goes to like the main man village and it's just awful. It's just the worst, like the worst of humanity. And he, it occurs to him. It's like, you know what? I think God, I think humanity should die. I think God wants humanity to die and just let nature live on without humanity. Nature would be better off without us. Uh And then it becomes super interesting. Uh Like, because it's, it's this, like the, the idea it's, it basically becomes an ideological battle between a religious zealot 
and uh uh like a um uh what's the, like the total like opposite the, yeah the opposite i'm trying to think of, not atheist isn't the word i'm thinking of but like basically anti just just anarchy mm. just like let humanity do whatever the hell they want screw god screw any of that stuff versus like totalitarian like humanity should die kind of a thing Rough. and it just be, it just becomes really interesting like mm-hmm. it's a really interesting and i think where it's it's a really beautiful exploration of that story uh-huh. that i just didn't especially after that beginning where you have rock angels and shit and mm-hmm. it's like i heard there's like magic or something yeah like it, it's with the rock angels it's, yeah it's kind of weird but uh but once once you once you get once that central conceit kind of sets in it becomes really engaging mm-hmm. I like check it. It i'm a fan I, it's really on the it's far down on my list of yeah. things I need to see. But, I own um, it if you want to borrow it. Uh, I mean, I have nothing to play it on. <laughs> also, recently my TV just... Okay, so I own it. I, I remember my parents when I was like really young, they're like, uh, my brother and I, we were we were like trying to figure out a way to like get a TV in our room yeah. and like just because like we were like, that'd be kind of fun, you know? And my dad was like, we got you guys an HDTV and we were like, what? <laughs> and like, they're like, we found it in the bargain area at Best Buy and like, they're like, oh, okay. It's not... It is technically an HD. It is, there's quotation marks in my <laughs> words right now. HDTV because it has an HDMI port, but it has a projector on the inside of it. So it's like this big. Oh no! Bo- it's, it's, it's it's big, but not like a big screen. It's just it's a big, big TV. Yeah. So I've even been using that for a while. But when my parents moved out of the house I grew up in, like, and they only got it for like they got it for like three hundred bucks. It was yeah. like something they're like, yeah, we'll just get this. And like for a long time they were using it. And they're like, nah, we don't need it anymore. Yeah. So we're like, and we got that, and we're like, oh, cool. But we, when they moved out of my parents' house, they put it in one of those like pod storage things, you know. Yeah. So it's like it just went off somewhere. Little did you, here's a warning. Also, if you use a pod storage thing, don't put anything that you think is remotely delicate inside those things because you think that they're going to respect it, but they do not. They yeah. kind of just shake the shit out of everything. Like I looked inside, and like my parents had like two armoires they got from their from their grandparents. Oh wow! Basically destroyed. Yeah, which nice. is so shitty. Yeah, so shitty. Anyways, the TV was in there. I was able to pull it out. It, since it's a projector, there's like tubes and shit inside of it or mm-hmm. something. The whole screen's yellow. And so I was dealing with a yellow tint on things for a couple of years. Yeah. I was like, personally, I was like, it's not the biggest deal. Like, yeah. I can, I know what it's supposed to look like. I know mm-hmm. it looks weird. Whatever. Um, but eventually the lamp just burnt out. And now it doesn't. It's just, <laughs> I have this huge fucking thing in my room that doesn't do anything. It just takes up a lot of space. And I'm like, I keep thinking about maybe buying a TV. If I'm looking at the prices and I'm like, <sighs> yeah. I'm not. Yep. I can't. No. Yeah, <laughs> like, no, I don't. Tough. I have a laptop. I'm fine. Like, mm-hmm. a laptop is perfectly fine. A, a oh, TV is a luxury. Man. The TV is a luxury. I mean, like, in a, a lot of ways, laptops are luxury. Oh, no, yes. I don't, I don't like watching stuff on my computer. I don't either. It definitely yeah. pulls It pulls it out. Like, I mean. Especially a laptop. It makes your lap hot. And, oh, yeah. Okay. You know, now that's a weird first world problem. Like, yeah, you don't like your like, laptop. It <laughs> feels like it's like frying your balls or something uh-huh. i don't know oh it is yeah oh for sure yeah i think for a long time for a couple of years people were like we gotta put these stickers on the back of our phones so they collect all that radiation so we don't get burned or our balls don't shrivel up it's like but now i don't see anybody using those and they're putting yeah. their phones right, right in their there. pockets yep. phones yep. are bigger now phones can yep. do more it's like that means it's sucking a lot more power that we means more radiation is going out of those things right into your testes right in the testes <laughs> hopefully this is why you tune into the only stupid answers podcast testy talk. To testy talk testy talk all right 
there was a, that was a little burp, and a I apologize. Burp. I try. I didn't know where it was coming from. I'm not going to edit it out. Uh-huh, I'm going to leave it in there. That's the for you guys. Make sure you tell your kid, uh, friends to tune in at 27 uh, minutes, 27 seconds. Are for we the 27 birth. minutes in already? You're welcome. What have we been talking <laughs> yeah, about, You're man. welcome. Uh, anyways, there were two topics two. of conversation. We've got two to Technically, get Technically, we had three. We hit up Doom Patrol. Now we're going to get to the yes. other two main topics. Let's kick it off with <gasps> Blair Witch. Blair Witch. The movie I... that changed a generation. Well, you and I had different opinions about this movie. The man. remake. The, the, the remake, or not the yes. re, the re, uh, the sk- sequel. sequel. Yeah, I like to call them requels. There you go. Where they're basically the original movie, but also a sequel. Yeah, Star Wars: The Force Awakens is one of these. Mm-hmm. Nothing original. Like no, movie. Jurassic World, also a requel. Basically yeah, basically thing. the same movie. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Which is not bad. Not Which necessarily not bad. bad. Um, if you if you do it right, mm-hmm. it's good. Uh, the movie's been out for a couple days. Mm-hmm. Can we just talk about it without worrying about spoilers? Are we? Let's spo- do a brief spoiler-free thing because okay. we tweeted out to you guys, and a lot of you were like, "I don't know. I'm still waiting, deciding whether to see it or not." So we'll do a brief spoiler-free review. Sam, uh huh. What did you think? I really enjoyed it. I've seen it twice now. Not, enjoyed yes. it more the first time, and I think that was because I had a beer and a half in me. Mm-hmm. Not that that made like that the movie's just unbearable. It just it made things far scarier. Yes. The second time around, I was like, okay, this is not as scary as I remember it being. Well, and also is, you, uh, I knew it. I knew yeah, it was coming. So yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, the movie's pacing is interesting compared mm-hmm. to a lot of the horror movies that come out nowadays. It's slower. Yeah. Um, which for some people they don't uh, they don't like it or whatever that doesn't matter but like for me i enjoyed it yes uh i thought the characters were built out well and um what else i enjoyed what they built upon with the lure the mm-hmm. lure the lore. don't know how to say that right mm-hmm. uh the lure of the blair witch yes um and overall it was like a fun experience for me uh, and i know that you had differing opinions i thought it was okay and that's fine yeah it's mm-hmm. not um uh, I give it like a solid C. I, I think it had stuff working against it in that I am a. That it was directed by Adam Wingard, and directed by or it was directed by Adam Wingard, written by Simon Barrett, and they also did the guest mm-hmm. and they did your next. And I am a big fan of both of those movies. Mm-hmm. And part of the reasons I like them is they're very inventive and creative with their genres and twist the genres. So you go in expecting one type of movie, and by the end you've gotten three different types of movies. Which you did get a different type of. If you've seen the first Blair Witch, there are similarities. Like you said, like Requel, mm-hmm. but there are twists on twists, it. Twists, but it is your it is which it you is kind of expect a, in a sequel. <laughs> one of the better. It's it's basically just a found footage horror movie. Uh-huh. It's not as awful as those usually are. It's also not the highest, the, the, the highest. one of the best found footage movies. It's just fine. Mm. And I don't like, um, and also I like, it's, I, I found, I, I thought it was just kind of basic horror and I kind of expected mm. more from those creators. And, uh, so it's just fine. That's fair. There yeah. were, there were some fun twists. Yes. And, there, uh, there are fun moments. It's not, yeah. and it's definitely in, in no way a, a poorly made movie. Mm-hmm. It's just, it relies a lot more on like, um, the other thing is, as I was watching it, I started comparing it in my brain to The Witch. Which isn't a 
quite fair because no, that, the witch is yeah. amazing. Yeah. And it, and again, kind of comparing it to your next and and the guest isn't I mean it's fair in that it's the same creators, but mm-hmm. it's also not those are those are really good movies and this is just an okay movie. Mm-hmm. Um, and this obviously had way more like probably studio intervention involve, yeah, as yeah. involvement because it's it's important. This is an this was a very big deal of a movie, especially like I, I have a bunch of like fun facts about this movie and uh, the first film yeah. that I want to like, we can read about when we get in like spoiler territory. But uh, overall, I would suggest that you guys go see it. Mm-hmm. I think it's a fun movie. I don't think you have to see the first one. Maybe just check out the first one. And I... also, I oh sorry, really quick, but I I don't like the first movie. Mm-hmm. I think it's the only found footage type movie, handheld camera movie that makes me feel sick, and it made me feel sick. Yeah. And a lot of people who have seen it feel the exact same way and yeah. it kind of ruins it for them. But this film, I actually go, went into it. I thought it was going to be filmed like a normal horror movie, not like a found footage movie. Yeah. And I, I liked that it was found footage Yeah, and it was, it was good. Yeah. I, I, I liked it more than the first movie. I actually hadn't seen the first movie mm-hmm. when I saw this. I went and saw it uh, last night, actually the, the original Blair Witch Project. I actually enjoy the first one more. Uh-huh. Um, but uh, you definitely, I don't think you, you know what? You might get more out of this movie if you've seen the original. Yes, I think you'll uh, you'll have an appreciation for it, which I kind of get annoyed at when people say that with movies. You should just appreciate the movie for the yeah. movie. But there are a lot of things that are built upon from the first one, obviously, yes. because it inspired a whole type of movie, a whole genre that mm-hmm. we, have which is now. crazy. Yeah. Um, one of the most prolific genres for better or worse uh, yeah. <laughs> that we have, and especially horror. Also. Um, I if if you're you're recommending it, I would say definitely if you're just like man, I'm kind of in the, in the mood for just a horror movie. I just want to be a little bit spooked. Perfect. This is the perfect movie. For perfect that. spooky yeah. movie. It's uh and it's got some great moments that I think you'll like. Um, especially the third act, it gets it gets crazy. Yeah, it gets your a lot of fun. Big complaint against the first Blair Witch is that not enough happens. Don't worry. This resolves that. Yeah, a lot. It, it just takes maybe a minute, but mm-hmm. then once it gets going, it gets going fast. Yes. So and furious. Uh, Tokyo Drift. The, the book of shadows. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We're gonna get. I think that's enough spoiler yes. free. Go see the movie. We're both saying it. Uh, yes. We're getting a pretty. I think we averaged ours together. We get like a B. If you average, so you're giving ours. it like an A. I'm giving it like a C. I give it an A minus. Okay. Yeah, I give yes, it an A minus. Yeah. B ish. Yeah. Because yeah, I wouldn't say it's groundbreaking but i did enjoy it a lot more than some of the other movies that came out this year mm-hmm. so good on yeah <laughs> uh whoever lionsgate made this yes good, good for you guys all right going into spoiler territory i'm gonna go ahead and read a quick review before <gasps> uh not bird person um at minic tkh blair Witch was decent but the last like 20 minutes were awesome so 7.5 out of 10 the same score as you yeah yep. that's a that's a fair score uh we got some other tweets here would you mind yeah reading? we've got james at james stark plays uh it did do justice to the first film and was an overall good movie could have been shit little poop emoji mm-hmm. uh best part was the surround sound in the theater actually i want to hold on to this uh-huh I thought it relied too much on noise. Uh, yes, it did. Yeah, it was like, aren't loud noises scary? Yeah, they are. But like, second calm viewing down. of this movie, it, it you there's a lot of, and I don't like this term, but it is what it is. It's, there's cheap scares. There's yes. cheap. There's a lot of cheap scares, like people walking up behind you, and there's like a loud sound. That what is it? Like, yep. what's the loud sound? Like, yeah. they didn't come up and scream. They didn't like it's just a person behind you, and you got scared, and like. 
That's how you reacted. I think the scene that frustrated me most I think it's the same, this, yeah. is there's a scene where they're talking to somebody on a walkie-talkie, and then there's static, and for some reason it starts cutting to a bunch of cameras and gets really loud, but you don't know and what everyone's screaming too. Yeah, yeah, and you're like, and then there's a like the, the girl that's listening has to be like calm down and stuff, and it's like. What, what happened? Happened? Was yeah. it just static on the walkie-talkie? Or like, did like things start flying again? Or yeah. did a tree fall? Like you don't know. And like they didn't. They look like there's no like the witches touching like them at all. They're just standing there. Yeah. And she's like freaking out. And somehow, even though it's found footage, the footage is corresponding to her freaking out. Yeah, I don't understand. Also, like there are there's a way to corrupt. Like if the witch can like. Because we're in spoiler territory now. Yeah. If the witch can do like the time travel-y thing with the tape and like make things you know, disappear from that. Yeah. And this is recovered footage. I feel like her messing with it or something could add distortion to these it cuts. It turns out the Blair Witch is the one that edited the footage. Right. She's got Adobe Premiere <laughs> yeah, in the uh, trees. CC in yeah, the trees. Yeah, because what you're referring to is the whole thing starts off by you see footage, what you would presume is from the first movie. Mm-hmm. It's not. Uh, found that out since I watched the first one right after. Oh, I thought, no, see, that's from a person who hasn't seen it. I knew that is not from the first movie. Okay. I thought that was a another person that had gotten lost until you get to the end and you find out that it's there. Yeah, okay. and so so they but he thinks it's his sister who is the girl from the first movie mm-hmm. um and that's what gets them out there as the movie goes on you see that footage at, again almost immediately before the finale of the movie which is and great so somehow it kind of loops around which is one of my favorite elements mm-hmm. of the movie i also really liked the cast the cast is very good, and I think and I like uh, the writer. I think it's, his name is Matt something. I don't know, but uh, the humor in this movie is Simon very Barrett good. Is the writer of the oh, movie. Simon? Oh, okay, yeah. I thought I think the the humor in this movie is very good. It's well executed because in a lot of horror movies they try to add a humor element to yeah. lighten it up every once in a while, but it it doesn't work. The and best gag is the when the boyfriend's looking at the foot. And he's like, you know what? Yeah, I'm, you're fine. Yeah, I'm you're just fine. gonna go. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm go outside gonna, for a second. Because that's what yeah. you would do. Uh huh. Like, because you're trying not to freak her out, mm-hmm. but you're freaked out. You mm-hmm. know. Um. It's interesting, though, because I, some, um, I remember when we first were got out, and you're like, what do you think? It's like, I thought I was bored. And I think when, when most people heard that I was bored, they assume it's because it takes a while for things to get off. It's like, actually, I like the character setup stuff. Mm. I just, I, I've grown, t- I like horror that kind of connects to stuff. Like, people jumping in front of camera, like, that's scary in the moment. Mm-hmm. But like you said, when you rewatch it, it's not quite as scary. No, Whereas it's like cheaper. the stuff that freaked me out, that freaks me out about the witch and it follows and the Babadook still freaks me out because it's like it still touches on stuff that is existentially scary, mm-hmm. like in, in stuff that we have to deal with as people, you know? Yeah. Um, but uh, uh, I also yeah. I really yeah, I didn't like the the black guy and then the black girl the first people to die like yeah. that's kind of or not she died third third Sorry. but still like the black guy's the first one to go like mm-hmm. come on but okay so second viewing of this movie pointed out a lot of things that like right when they figure out that oh, actually a little bit before that when they're having their first night in the woods and they're talking about the that they'd all been there before nothing had happened yeah. and then Lane makes a comment that like maybe she lured us all back here for a reason like mm-hmm. to like lured us here or like gave us that footage so that you'd come back it is it is the reason that, that yeah. like that is that's the way it is and also they like start questioning him that like they had planted the tape yeah. um, to get them to come but you find out it is from his camera that was the tape that was there like it is the exact same but Be- they don't get his camera yes they do She's using a DV camera at the end, and it's the camera that Lane has in the basement when he's all aged and everything. Okay. He's holding it because when they when she runs down there, he's got a camera because it shows from his point of view of her like screaming. And you know when she gets thrown against the wall yeah. and then dragged into the pit. Yeah, 
That's his camera. Like that's Got what it. he's using, and he drops it because she wakes up and grabs something, tries mm-hmm. to grab at him, and the camera falls, and that's how she gets it. Got it. So she's got the camera now. Um, that's kind of like a nice that's twist. Nice. Uh, so it's his own DV camera, and also throughout the film, second viewing, the witch is there the entire time. The entire I told time. you this. Yeah. Like if you if you watch very carefully, like you guys could maybe like dissect it a little bit. But what I got was that there are many moments where a flashlight and a camera are out at night, and they're looking through the brush, mm-hmm. and there's reflective eyes looking back, and like that could be something else. But I feel like they wouldn't. It's so clear that it's it something. Feels intentional. Yeah, that the witch is out there and hiding and just watching them and seeing yeah. how they can mess with them. Also, big thing at the very end, it sometimes you can't catch a lot of dialogue that's happening in this movie because it happens really fast. Or at least for me, yeah. I couldn't because um, especially when like they run, she runs in the basement and Lane's there, all aged. Yeah. He starts yelling a lot of things, except for the last line. It's very clear. He says she makes you do what she wants you to do. Yeah, but everything else before that, you can't figure it out. And at the end, when James. Right, yeah. the main kid. He start he starts talking, and right before he gets taken, second viewing, he says, "Heather, is that you?" Yeah. So the witch he's, is obviously whispering. Using voice, which is something they took from the original movie, because the one uh, there's the three people, mm-hmm. and one of the guys disappears, and then he starts yelling in the woods, and, and that's what kind of leads to the finale is them trying to find him. Mm-hmm. Before I blanked out, uh, I thought of my other point about the fact what kind of bored me with this movie mm-hmm. is it's predictable. It and I think is. that's that's a bad thing for most movies, but I feel like especially for horror. Mm-hmm. Another kind of example is don't breathe, um, it, because it, it's always kind of switching up what's happening. And when you expect one thing, something else happens. But mm-hmm. it's still logically like when they're getting out of the basement, you expect the old guy to you expect the dog to be there, and it's not the dog; it's the old man. Mm-hmm. And then you forget about the dog, and then the dog shows up, and it logically all makes sense. But it's it's worked around in a way that you're never you're never quite comfortable you're always yeah at the edge of your seat and like especially if you've watched a tra- if if you have not seen a trailer for the new Blair Witch don't because mm-hmm. especially one of their best gags is ruined by the trailer yeah I mean if you could you imagine if you didn't see that and that happened yeah movie, I would have been like, a lot more startled yeah and 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 from that point on it's like I know exactly what's going to happen in this movie and that bums me out yeah but really quick I, I did want to say when you he's hearing those voices at the end of the movie it was a throwback to the first movie they even mention it earlier on. Like, there's a lot of things in this movie that are strategically, like, laid out. That yeah. It, that is very smart, but I don't think it pays off until you watch it again. Basically, after the day has, like, they realize that they can't escape, and they, mm-hmm. they're not really figuring it out yet, so they make camp again. Uh, Lisa is switching out cars, and she thinks she hears something, mm-hmm. like a voice. And then right before it, it cuts from James's point of view, camera, he says, yeah, I heard someone talking to me last night, and he cuts again. So it's yeah. like... The witch has been is going to be there the entire time they are there. Yeah, like even the minute they cross that river, because they, um, Lane even said like we didn't, we never crossed the river. Like we yeah. don't, no one had done that in years. Yeah. Like so, uh, twenty years maybe. Ooh. Ooh. A lot of wolves in this movie as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, as soon as they get into that, like that's when Ashley steps on the rock thing yep. and gets the cockroach in her leg whatever the hell that thing was yeah but like again i like, wish that kind of paid off more second thing that didn't pay off those lights that went into the attic is it an alien i wondered like because that's old school like movie alien mm-hmm. imagery is i don't the know blair witch a time traveling alien or something i don't know yeah i don't know how that is supposed to pay off they're like what the hell is that and like i'm like trying to think in what way could this possibly pay off? Like, I'm, I keep trying to think about it. I'm like, there's nothing that happens earlier on the movie that would make you think yeah. that this is something. So I don't, I don't know what yeah. it could be. Something I liked about what, going back and watching the original Blair Witch because I remember when it came out, like 
as a kid, like you just hear people talking about like, is it real? Like, yeah. is it a real thing? And it, I, obviously you, there's no way you could trick people in that with this new movie. Mm-hmm. But if you just had the, that texture, that feel of it, like, cause you watch that old movie. It's, it's funny watching it right after the new one, the static on the new one, which doesn't really happen with digital media is much more pronounced than the original. Yeah. which was actually film and DV cam and everything, like the static cuts and everything. Mm-hmm. And it just feels like it's a lot more low-key, although weirdly shit starts hitting the fan much quicker. In the first one. In the first one. Mm-hmm. Like uh, within the within 15 to 20 minutes, they're already basically lost in the woods. And I kind of like in the first one that they might just be lost in the woods. Like they, you brought up you, before we started watching this, there was a fun theory you told me. Yeah, there's a fun fan theory that in the original one, Heather... Josh and Mike, I'm thinking I'm getting yeah. their names right, and uh, Heather's obviously the focus. She's the like the director and everything. But there is a theory that the two guys are just they want to fuck with her. They yeah. want to basically like they either get like so annoyed with her they want to kill her or they don't want to kill her or whatever. But it, it's that they're behind all of it. Yeah. Is that only, like the first guy goes missing mm-hmm. and he's out in the woods basically like and all then night they just hear messing him yelling with them. and it could just be him it yelling. Could. And then once they get like once she's like alone. Uh, she like finds evidence of like other things and yeah. whatnot, like the teeth. And but when she gets to the house at the very end, he's just standing in the corner, and he could just be standing in the corner, and she gets like it. attacked. Yeah, and you don't see what the attacker is, and it just stays quiet for a little. I mean, bit. for all we know, Josh just knocks the camera out of her hand, mm-hmm. and it's like, haha, funny joke or whatever. Mm-hmm. It's I that that's interesting. I will say that the the, the ending is perhaps a little too low key in the first one. In the first one, yeah, it's, it's just like mm-hmm. the ending in this one might be a little too over the top for me. So it's like maybe if you like found a middle ground between the two, you'd have a perfect. I liked the ending a lot in this one because it is just as annoying. And like a lot of people were like, why would you turn around? It's like. Yeah, the very ending bothered me because she just figures out a way to like maybe outsmart it and then immediately forgets her whole strategy. No, no, no. She doesn't forget her strategy. She just the she there's no I think and people are too harsh on like when it comes to supernatural movies, when people figure stuff out in supernatural movies, it's doesn't make sense no. because normal people wouldn't be able to figure out things they're like oh yeah it's a zombie obviously i need yeah. to shoot it in its in its brain and then it's dead it's no. like no that would take months to figure out that wouldn't yeah. be figured out in the span of three days which you assume this movie is even though the sun doesn't come out they can't figure out like all you know is that like all she's a scene of her the witch whispering to them yeah. is what's happened to her and she doesn't really know what that means and then james falling for it yeah. but she doesn't know because she can't hear it so it's like the, her turning yeah. to him, it doesn't, I don't think it's a valid, like, you can't really yeah, judge her too I, much. I yeah. see what your point. Yeah. Uh, but I would say if you, you you know, don't look, and you know, if I look through the camera, I'm fine. Uh-huh. Who cares what you hear, you're going to stay focused on the camera. Mm-hmm. Like it, once you've made that logical leap, like it, I feel like you should be good to go. And it, true, because she also, when she looked back and the witch was there, the witch ran away. With, with the camera. Yeah. Which I also don't know why that would... Because to trick her. To like get to a position where she could like trick her. I don't know. I don't know the rule. The rules of the witch are strange. I did like the addition that like when... I did like that we got to see the witch. That is yeah. really cool. I mean, also if you get a sequel, you don't have to show it, yeah. but it is appreciated. And that like the mythology that like she was tied up to a tree and she was on like a makeshift makeshift rack yeah. and stretched out so like that's why she was stretched out also i said this in another review we said on source fed nerd but all the effects in this movie minus the obvious like digital ones of like like cuts and stuff in the footage yeah or like our distortion everything's practical 
like the tents flying up in the air, like everything. They're they're all practical effects. That's good. And like even like the her like being bent in half from like the voodoo. Like that's cool. That, like they bent the actors in half. They, they bent like, her yeah. in half. That um, shot of her bleeding out on the ground, folded mm-hmm. in half. Uh, Real. More tweets. Uh, Matt Rie or Matthew Rie, uh, probably saying it wrong, enjoyed it, but where the first focused on scare with mystery, this just uh, this just jump scares with everything. Yeah, there's a lot, yeah. there's a majority of the horror in this is jump scares. Well, again, if you thought the first one was slow, uh-huh. you'll be fine with this, except maybe at the beginning. But yeah. like once once shit starts hitting the fan, it's, it's all out from mm-hmm. then on. Uh, the time manipulation is a fun like ability of the witch. Yeah, I th- I actually don't really prefer that. I think if you're, uh, my favorite scare if you can be scary during the daytime, mm-hmm. you've made a good scary movie. Like if if things can be unsettling in the day, mm-hmm. in broad daylight, uh, then it's like that's that's impressive. Like, True. And also, if the witch is that powerful, why is she fucking around? See, you brought that up too, but I was like, if you base it off of the mythology that they set up, yeah. The witch was what you can assume now is a witch back in the 1700s and yeah. was taking blood from children or so they claimed it could be true, it could not be. And they put her through an, a horrible death. Yeah. A horrible, horrible death or she survived or something. But, um, and then she starts like messing with the townspeople. After that, like she, her goal is if they put her through what you could assume is days of torture yeah. until she died or whatever, it makes sense why she would make them experience utter fear for a couple days messing with them and then yeah. killing them. Because she's a witch. She could do... If she can, like, manipulate time and, like, do all that, she could kill them in 10 seconds. Yeah. But if she's supposed to be vengeful, you make it last. Yeah. So, that's a good point. Up. That is a good point. Mm-hmm. You got other tweets? I think we got oh, one more tweet. we got tweet. one last one. Chaden. I think Chaden. At Chaden C., uh, saw it. It was not the Marvel it was cracked up to be. Also, the jump cuts, and sh- jump cuts, and shaky cameras did not do well for me. All right, so I want to read a few facts about the first movie. Please do, because I, 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 I'm excited about it, this. It's very, it's very, very interesting. So, just basing off the shaky camera, that one in uh, at least one person per screening cross the nation statistically we're going and asking for refunds for the tickets because they got so sick from watching the first film in really yes. the only movie i've had that happen with uh with me is cloverfield the first one i had I, that's pretty I, rough I watched as well it and i was fine mm-hmm. and then i left the theater and like five minutes after leaving i got this splitting headache yeah that's a rough movie to watch all right the script and mm-hmm. this is in quotes the script, yeah, script 35 page outline yeah that's it there's no other info um, they're both film students from Orlando. It's co-directed by uh, two guys. Yes, and they wrote, just wrote an outline, and they because they planned the dialogue to be improvised by the actors. Yeah, and I don't know if this is in your facts. The actors they got like they tested a bunch of actors, and they were asking for people with improvisation abilities. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The uh, the casting call for it was an improvised feature film shot in wooded location is going to be hell, and most of you reading this probably shouldn't come. Now you know the people that did come, the candidates. As soon as they walked into the room, uh, the directors immediately asked them a question, or like set them up with a scene. And if they didn't respond immediately, they they just turned them down. They had to respond immediately to wow. this this prompt. And the prompt was, "You've been in jail for the last nine years. You're we are the parole board. Why should we let you go?" 
Wow. And that's a tough. That's a tough one. And they're throwing, imagine you walk into a room, and, and like even people out there, because I know some of you are like actors probably, or you yeah. like to do improv, like you immediately get that. You don't get a chance to think. You have to sit down and start talking yep. immediately. That's very tough. Now, the three main actors, they were paid like $1,000 a day. And this film was shot over only eight days. And yep. this is constant eight days. Also, the directors weren't on hand. They were watching from far away, but they would leave. Um, G- they, every actor had a GPS, like like little dongle thing and yeah. they would uh they'd find basically like care packages with a little bit of food and each person had specific ex- instructions that they couldn't show the other two actors yeah. about how they're supposed to act that day like this yeah. is what you're this is what your character's going through and don't tell them and you just and uh actually each day they would give them less and less food so most of the anger and conflict you see in the fir- in the movie is genuine hunger like they That's are intense. pissed off well and it's uh I, I one of the two guys said that he thinks he was hired specifically because he had experience working with the camera before mm. and since they were the ones actually operating the cameras like that's why they had them on makes sense yeah. um the teeth and twigs mm-hmm. were actual human teeth what? and the hair was from josh the actor the guy who but the character that they thought they lost yeah they they cut his some of his hair and they put it in there and the teeth were from a local dentistry office of and they, they just took teeth and put them in there um, yeah, what else did we find there? Uh, they had a code word so that they could break, but basically all of this movie was improvised. Yeah. Taco. If they said taco, they could break and they could like talk to people and they like, talk to each other and figure out where they're going. But like a wow. lot of this is extremely genuine. No found footage movie has ever put this amount of work to make it feel genuine. <laughs> yeah. This is so, so genuine. There's 19 hours of footage that was edited down to 90 minutes and it was eight days of footage that was edited over eight months nope. to get this down um what else did they have oh okay. shooting ended halloween night so when they left the the woods they walked into kids like like trick-or-treating and they're like i can't handle this yeah, they're this like I right can't. now please no um, uh what else was there uh okay a lot of the people actually thought the three actors were dead um, artists in the now defunct studio that brought the uh, that bought the rights to this film went to great lengths to keep Donahue, Leonard, and Williams away from press for a time, and didn't correct websites like IMDb that claimed the actors were deceased. Donahue's mother even received sympathy cards. So I could, wow. I don't want to go into which actors those are, but you just yeah. know the three actors thought were dead. Um, only like one actor is still a full time actor, mm-hmm. uh, and Burkittsville. Just yes. so you know, Blair, the Blair Witch is made up. Yeah. The, everything, the, the directors made it up, but the actors didn't know that. And all the people they interacted with in the movie were plants. So they they so they thought that they were hearing a real, like, that's why a lot of the accounts were different. Because, like, yeah. the actors, like, the plants were kind of like, they were given hints and stuff, but they didn't know exactly what they were saying as well. Yeah. So that's why a lot of that's the actually, accounts didn't I, line up. I thought that was kind of interesting that it wasn't a very because I feel like that's how you get information especially from a local legend mm-hmm. like everybody had a different like one person person describes the witch as like super hairy mm-hmm. and the other one describes her as kind of like a mist floating off the ground mm-hmm. stuff like that um, there were talks of being a third movie and this is from like before the Blair Witch came out mm-hmm. that was going to be taking place in the 1700s that told the story of the witch I'm glad we didn't get that I yeah. don't think we need that I mean you could maybe tell also a fun a story found footage movie well yes. we, now we know right. she's a time traveler yeah right so she took a DV cam back mm-hmm. to the 1800s exactly um um, uh, but if you, there was a sequel called Book of Shadows, Blair mm-hmm. Witch 2, goddamn awful. Um, and also Burkittsville that this movie's based on, mm-hmm. it has like, 
their population's 180 people. Wow. Like they're, and so they got a lot of attention because people thought this was real. Like yeah. they, at least not the the movie. They could probably figure it out that it's, it's obviously fake, but they thought the the Blair Witch the, Legend. Yeah, so no. they all wanted to go out there. So a lot of people were stealing the sign, like the for Burgettsville, and people, and then the studio kept replacing it, and people kept stealing it over and over again. And the craziest story was Debbie Burgoyne. Going, I'll okay. say it is Debbie, the mayor of the town, woke up to a fan standing in her living room. Whoa. Yeah, he had apparently assumed there was a tour, which was insane. Also, she would like made a joke about it to the LA Times. She was like, People with cameras were everywhere. I made sure to I had full makeup and a great nighty before I went out to get the morning paper. So I was like she was like she tried to make fun of it, but also you wake That's up and there's a person nuts. in your living room. You're living the Blair Witch at that point. Mm-hmm. They would they wow. put out uh their budget was only like tw- initially two thousand to twenty five thousand dollars, mm-hmm. super fucking cheap. Yep. And uh, the actor, I think one actor claimed that he made up to three hundred thousand dollars based on Off like syndication stuff. and everything. Uh, let's see, moving through thirty five pages, looking through because it is interesting because this is the first. This wasn't, uh, from what I understand, this isn't the first found footage movie, but it is the first like mainstream success of a found footage movie also kind of fun josh's disappearance in the film was welcome welcomed by actor joshua leonard since there was a jane's addiction concert that he wanted to go to so he got to bail and just go to that concert what an asshole uh-huh. which is <laughs> very suffering funny. but he gets to go to the thing mm-hmm. uh it's um uh, but the boom i think kind of like the boom that we have now kind of materialized after paranormal activity mm-hmm because that kind of took this torch and ran with it. I don't know what the difference time-wise between the two movies were. Okay. Like when Paranormal Activity came out. Um, I'm not sure. Sorry, I found one last fun thing. The scene where Heather has the camera zoomed in really close to her face. Yeah, the classic. Was an accident. Because really? She didn't, she didn't know. Like, she was improving and, like, she was in the middle of the night. And she's actually, like, very scared because the directors were the ones out there making all the noises. Yeah. Like, they were putting them through this. Like, they didn't... The actors all didn't know the extent of what they were getting into. Yeah, there's a scene where there's, like, people banging on the tent and everything. And so mm-hmm. I assume that was the film, like... Yeah. And also, they didn't know fully that it was, like, the Blair Witch that was doing this. They thought it was, like... They knew it was part of the movie, but they didn't know, like, to what extent, like, this thing is. So, yeah. in their head, they could also think that it was, like serial killers out there that are doing this or like yeah. followers of like the Blair Witch that are doing this so they don't know where the directors wanted to go there's also a lot of footage they didn't use which you can go watch like behind the scenes stuff where they got like interviews with sheriffs and stuff well, that like build upon like that's why a lot of the stuff we were talking about that like like that was lure in the second movie yeah. was kind of established in the first movie well it's interesting because I was surprised at how little because most of the accounts are so different and how unspecific the lore is but then when I was doing research it all existed before the newest one, this newest one, and Simon Barrett said that they, they only pulled, there's a lot of extra material, like books and comics and video games and a bunch of stuff I didn't even know existed mm-hmm. based on the Blair Witch stuff, but they only specifically pulled stuff from the original creators, their original That's vision That's really for cool. And, and, but I was wondering, like, the I don't even remember them saying the Blair Witch's name or the fact that she was, died from exposure or any of that watching the first one. And, but they also released a documentary mm-hmm. right around the movie that was like, this is real, all part of it being real and like 
uh, apparently when they were pitching the movie, they had like fake newspaper clippings and stuff like that. That's fun. So I think it was all pulled from that as well. That's a real, man, it would have been crazy to pitch this movie. Like yeah. it would have been, or like imagine going to Sundance and never seeing a movie like this and you think that you're like watching maybe a snuff film for like yeah. a. Well, exactly. Yeah. When you've, um, and you've been to Fantastic Fest and mm-hmm. it's like, you don't, you you probably walked in the movies are like, I have no idea what. Which is a very cool experience, yeah. but like there was so could imagine very strange, completely cold. You mm-hmm. walk in the movie, that first card comes up. This footage was found, whatever. You're like, okay, and they're they're hiking, and as it goes on, you don't know if something super. I mean, you could just be watching people that just get lost in the woods and were never found. Like you don't know, mm-hmm. it could be any one of a number of things. You know what I mean? And that that illusion is really cool. Mm-hmm. So it, you do lose a little bit of the charm of the first mm-hmm. one in this movie but you do learn a lot more yeah there's a lot of fun things that they do with the lure uh, yeah. and I liked uh, the voodoo doll the explanation for like the twigs and everything yeah. was really cool so uh, I think you guys should go see this movie but we've been talking about this for a while yes we did also wanted to talk about one other horror thing that came <gasps> out this week American Horror Story My Roanoke Nightmare or just Roanoke, Roanoke. not sure what the actual, I think it's just Roanoke, yeah. it's the real subtitle. I like you... that they're calling it my Roanoke nightmare, though, in between commercial breaks. I like, because it's so, uh, it's such a great homage to all those garbage fucking quote-unquote real-life supernatural shows, like yeah. where they're telling the haunting stories, and always like rednecks, uh-huh. you know? Uh, are you an American Horror Story fan? I was, a, I picked up Right when season three ended. So I powered through the first two seasons because they were on Netflix. Season two is my favorite. Same here. Uh, I season lo- one's good. It's good. Season I like season I like season three. I think I like it more I, than a lot of people. Yeah, I do not like mm. season three. I don't like season four. I like, it starts out strong. And four it, is freak show. Yeah. I like season four better than three because for me, three was just a shit show. Even though it had moments that were cool. The 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 What is it? The seven trials that they have to do? Mm-hmm. The, the old film explanation of the trials those are cool great uh but the beginning of freak show i think is great it is the second half is, is rough it's i think and for me it's rougher than the roughest parts of season yeah three. maybe so it just yeah because like man does everybody kind of just have nothing to do after the clown dies like yeah. like it's and the clowns look so Spoilers. interesting yeah, yeah whatever i don't <laughs> care yeah i mean i just there's too much i can't yeah <laughs> um, uh but it, did you see five i watched i started watching the first episode and there was a. Did you see season five? Yeah. So the opening. I only missed one episode. The opening gag where like gag's the wrong word, but like where <laughs> they're the two French people are two girls are in their. Oh yeah, room. I think they're Swedish, but yes. Uh, they open up their. Uh, they open up their bed. Bed, and there's a dude inside of it, mm-hmm. and I didn't. I don't know why, and I probably will figure out later. But it's like, it's such. It was so predictable for the genre for like mm-hmm. the type of movie I was expect or show from Ryan Murphy I'm like yeah American Horror Story would have a dude in there like yeah. it's like I'm like I'm not surprised by it I'm just kind of annoyed but like with this season six they're trying something so different so different and, and of course they threw people because the bed guy I think was in one of the ads for season five oh, as okay. well this one like 30 different ads for 30 different versions of American Horror Story mm. And none of them actually per- seem to pertain to the actual as far as show I can we tell. got. Yeah, yeah, because um, yeah, they're doing the framing device where you have it's so great. They have the people telling their quote unquote real life story who are actors who are actors. Series. Yeah, one uh, uh, Lily Rabe is, is the sister Mary Eunice. Yep, mm-hmm. and then um, and then the sister is all the way back from season one. Really? Yeah. Um, who is uh, she? She was she was one of the clients. 
she ends up killing herself for some reason. I don't remember. Oh, she's only in like yeah. an episode. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they have actors portraying the real life story, and that's uh, Cuba Gooding Jr. Mm-hmm. Great. and Sarah Paulson, who I love. You didn't see American Crime Story. I did not. Kids at home. If you haven't seen American Crime Story, do yourself a favor and check that out because it is really good. And you guys know when DJ recommends something, it's probably Listen, going to be one of your favorite things. I don't have a lot of free time. Things. I don't have time for not good things. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, but I am going to keep up with this show. I will keep up with season six. I am very intrigued. You and I both expressed a similar concern mm-hmm. in that I don't know if this format can last 10 to 13 episodes, however long the season is. Mm-hmm. I think that them willing to switch it up to something new that they have some stuff up their sleeves. And I think with the teasers all being so different, even, yeah. even though really they don't share a theme. Yeah. They, and I'm maybe, no, I can't really figure out what the theme is yeah. at all. But that could hint to multiple stories. Like as if this was I like... I think that would be cool. Yeah, like this, I said that DJ and I were talking like how long this story with like these backwoods, Roanoke people, uh, how long this could last. DJ said two episodes. Yeah. And then you could wrap it up kind of nicely. Because, like, after a while, like, how long are they going to stay in the house? For mm-hmm. real, like, with testimonies and everything. By the way, that house is creepy as fuck. And the fact that the nearest town is, like, two miles, however many miles away. Yeah. Fuck that shit. Yeah. Like, they know better. Yeah. You know better. Come on. You are in the American Horror Story universe. You know better. You know better. Everyone knows. So, I, I say maybe three episodes and you could wrap it up kind of nice. And then you could, and there's only ten episodes a season instead yeah. of year 13. 13 typically. Yeah. So, I'm I'm happy if they switch it up and get more actors in there. Yeah. Which and, would be cool. I, I like that idea, too, because especially, like, going back to Freak Show, like, the premise gets tired. You know what I mean? Like, like uh-huh. Freak Show would have been great if they just kept it for maybe like a six or seven episode run. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And so maybe, you know, give this a few episodes, give another story a few episodes, maybe maybe keep the format between the stories. Maybe don't. Maybe have it be completely different. You could actually, maybe if you just did it right, you could have this this specific storyline last for six episodes. Yeah. And like, it would maybe feel like a stretch unless you really knew what you were doing. But I, I love the forest moving. Like, that was At a really cool end, effect. That was yeah. really weird. I got to say, I also, I think the thing that intrigued me most is that, like, so you have the people telling their story, and then you have the actors portraying the story. And so you'll have, like, the husband say something, and then the way it's portrayed mm-hmm. is a little bit different. And then the wife says something that's even a, a little bit more different. And that idea of, like, where is the truth in this? Like, specifically, like, I, the, the that rang true when... They were attacked in L.A. And like yeah. you heard the two different like points of view of that because like he's focused on her and, yeah. he, and she's focused on him. So it's like, and then also that I the in in you know I this might be specifically from like I've edited in reality TV and stuff like that. And so that that idea of them putting on a fake reality TV, like the fact that they meet the second she touches him, he starts to wake up, and then immediately she bleeds. It's like that is how they portray the story. But if this were a true story, would it have been like maybe a couple days later? Mm-hmm. But you want to get that punch, so it's like so. There's there's no truth. Obviously, it's all artifice. Yeah. But to like engage the artifice like mm-hmm. that is really interesting. I, I love the like the raining of the teeth and everything. That was great because I immediately assumed it was hail. I I did too, but yeah. I was like that. I, oh, first I thought it was bugs. I thought it was like because no. it's like it's the south, so I don't know yeah. what it could have been. Yeah. But like teeth was like a nice touch, and I knew you know it's going to be gone. But I like that it's there is an over dramatic take mm-hmm. in the world because also American Horror Story classically has been overly dramatic yeah, like that way over the top. Yeah. So like their testimony is like you know in real life if any of this was happening like 
they they wouldn't be behaving the way they are in this. The biggest one was she. What happens in the house? She thinks she hears somebody in the house or something. She has a weird experience in the house, and then she immediately goes out to the hot tub in the scary right oh, next the to two, the fucking woods. Yeah, the, with just the, the one two light girls. Over. Yeah, the two girls walk across the hallway. That's yeah. right. She has that kind of like, and I don't care if you think like you kind of see. I've had situations where you think you see something, you're like, ah, whatever, and you move on. I'm not going out to the hot tub though. No, like, but also immediately after that wasn't like you see something out of the corner of your eye. Yeah. The way that scene played out, also it's a dramatization, so you don't. Yeah. It's like they're they're playing it up, but also in that she's looking forward. Yeah. down the hallway. <laughs> that like, and it's maybe ten feet in front of her, and two girls walk a normal pace. Yeah, in front of right. her. What's up? Yeah, and like she's yeah, they're not like running yeah. or you could be like okay maybe i thought i saw something because yeah. they also didn't make any noise so yeah do you think it might be suspicious yeah and i like the blair witch tie-ins kind of too mm-hmm. with the little with the little stick man yeah the video down in the basement i thought was cool which somebody the pointed pig- out yeah that it could face. tie back to pig man from season one Ooh. piggy piggy man like oh that, yeah that? like one-off story uh-huh he's like she's he's they're afraid of the He's a uh, oh the guy from Modern Family. He's afraid, afraid of. of that legend, that urban legend, uh-huh. which is great. I love Angela Bassett. She's great. She's so cool. There was uh... someone pointed out though. This, he's playing. She's playing his sister, and mm-hmm. like back in like nineteen ninety something, he yeah. played. She played his mom in something, and I was like, ah, that's funny. Cuba Gooding Jr.'s mom. Yeah, that's funny. Mm-hmm. Now she they, does not age. No, she does not. He she does. Though. She also got this like garbage line, like "Mama's still packing heat" or something like that. And she delivered. It's like, I don't know how you did it, but you made it sound like that is something somebody would actually say. And mm. it's like, that's why the, you say what you want about the show. It has never been want for good actors. Uh-huh. Like the actors in the show have sold the fuck out of it. And we're getting soon where I can't wait to see what Wes Bentley does and Evan Peters. And we, I did else. not. You see a brief, just a brief glimpse of, of Wes Bentley. And you do. Um, yeah. He's I. As one of like the town people walking by, I believe I I saw him very briefly, and then um, I missed him. What's her face? Kathy Bates. Kathy Bates. Very briefly. No Evan Peters, and he's consistently the best part of the show. Yes. And so I'm excited to um, him or Sarah Paulson. I actually am some surprise she's in it. I would have assumed with all the work she did for American Crime Story, that it would have not. Maybe that's why we only got her. No, she was in American. She uh, in the hotel. And she played, she played two, two roles. roles yeah. I think where, she's, where think does she's the happy. time go? Yeah. Like, what the hell? Anyway. Uh, quick tweets. We got. Uh, we asked you guys for your thoughts on the show. Ellie uh, at Brunette Mystery. The first episode of AHS6 restored my love for the show. Agreed. Mm-hmm. It kept me interested and ended and ended too soon. Actually, agreed. Because yeah. they, they, they ended at a perfect cliffhanger. The perfect comeback after five. Because yeah. I didn't see five. Five was okay. I heard it was... Is it better than three in your mind, or is it's it... all, all of them are better than three in my mind. Oh, three okay. had some of the best ideas uh-huh. and squandered them the most. You didn't like opinion. the music video at the very end with who was no. that? Jan- not uh, uh, um um oh man, if you Fleetwood had... Mac, yeah, Fleetwood Mac, whoever yeah the girl is in that yeah. Uh, but uh, no. <laughs> M. Scott Anderson at M. Scotter 83 writes, I hope that some weird things happen between the real people and the reenactment actors in HS Roanoke and they meet somehow. That, I don't know how that would happen. I don't know how that would But it sounds like too. something American Horror Story would do. They would. Like, they are like, what if at the end you find out they're dead? And then you're like, wait, what the hell? Uh, that's the one thing I'm kind of wondering. It's because in some ways you feel like any tension should be bust because they're telling you the story. So they're fine. But still, like I don't know. It's it's really I I like that it is so different. Mm-hmm. It's so audacious, and that's something the show has done really well. It's just like 
I can't believe like that reaction is I can't believe they're doing this. And it and it kinda helps with this situation. Last tweet, Chloe at Chloe Marini, uh digging the moving ground, which was at the very end. Uh, what did you think of Cuba Gooding Jr. being added to the cast? Great ad. I'm glad that he's, he's a great actor. He is a great actor. I'm glad that he's like in when he was in American Crime Story, I guess he's like part of the family now. Uh-huh. I, I'm fine with that. He likes Ryan yeah. Murphy. Ryan Murphy likes him. Like, yeah. uh, also, who doesn't like who doesn't like Cuba Gooding Jr.? Like, right. he's made. I feel like after he won his Oscar, he kind of like took a break and kind of just did like easier movies. Snow Dogs. Yeah. Snow, oh, hey, don't knock Fan. Snow Dogs. Love Snow Dogs. Love you, me some Snow Dogs. Sam, Sam Basher's a big Snow Dogs fan. Yeah, I'm a big Snow Dogs supporter, but I'm pretty sure he hates it. But um, I why would you say that? I why boat trip? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I. I love Cuba Gooding Jr. and everything. And I, I was a bummer to see how he like dropped off so far. But I'm glad that um, him playing OJ did so well for his career. And everyone like reignited their love for him. And I'm excited for him in American Horror Stories. Are you going to stick uh, with this season? Oh, hell yeah. I'm uh, I'm also hoping that, it, that they brought Cuba Gooding Jr. over. I hope they bring Courtney B. Vance over. Yeah, from, who was also American Crime Story. Mm-hmm. And he was... He's Johnny Cochran. Could you imagine if we had David Amazing. Schwimmer? Yes. yes. That'd be great. Right? That'd be perfect for him because he's not the Feed the Beast uh, did not do well for itself. That was yeah. his show on AMC. It did yeah. not go well. But um, yeah, actually, I'm, you know, we'll see. it's hard to say with American Horror Story because usually premieres are great at like, Definitely oh shit, American I'm Horror in. Story. Yeah, American Horror Story, the premieres are like, great, I'm in. You know what I mean? So, and it's usually around episode six, you're like, okay, I'm not as in anymore. Mm-hmm. So we'll see how this plays out. But as of this, like, I'm I'm really happy with what they're doing. And Roanoke is a, do you know the like, mystery behind mm-hmm. Roanoke? And if you guys don't know, Roanoke, there was an island colony. Yes. And um, some people, I think, you can correct me if I'm wrong, that some people visited the island or were living there and they left to go get supplies. And once they came back, the entire colony was gone. Yes. There's not a trace of where anybody went. No one knows what happened. And to this day, people just have theories. They don't know where yeah, the people went. It's not, and the only thing the the only thing that was left was scrawled on like a door or something was the word Croatoan. Really? Oh, yeah. that's creepy. Yeah, it's it's probably, I think it was either an island or a Native American people called Croatoan. Mm-hmm. So they probably just went there. Like it's, it's one of those that like, I remember when I was a kid, I was like, oh, that's insane. And then you read into it, it's like, it's because- you know, when they were colonizing, it's like there's not colonies near you, so your closest contact is in Europe months away by ship. Mm-hmm. And so you go to get supplies from Europe and come back like a year later, two years later. Everybody's gone. But well, there's I mean, no a trace. million things could have happened. There, that's true, but like not a trace. Yeah. My favorite part of that story is it actually plays into the backstory of 100 Bullets. Really? Mm-hmm. Ooh. Yeah. Spoilers. Yeah, you're going to have to check that out. That's really cool. Issue 50, my favorite issue. Speaking of issue 50, DJ, where can they find you <gasps> on Twitter? They can find me on Twitter at DJ Talks Trash. They can find me on Instagram at DJ Talks Trash. And switching up, they can find me on YouTube <gasps> at DJ Talks Trash. Whoa. Yeah, and I just put up a video this week talking about uh, Chris Evans not being Captain America anymore. Weird. It, the world won't be the same. It won't after be the same. Same with when Hugh Jackman stops playing Wolverine and right. cast somebody else. He'd be like, this is weird. Yeah. Hopefully it'll be Australian. Mm-hmm. You can find me on Twitter at Sam Basher, <gasps> uh, Instagram at Sam Basher. I got a Facebook group. You just search Sam Basher. You can probably find it. Um, mm-hmm. uh, did I have another? I had another plug before I before we we started. This. Don't know what it is anymore. But check out our Facebook page. Take exactly. Out, do fun things with those green mm-hmm. screen pictures of us. Only stupid answers on Facebook. Only stupid answers on Instagram. So you can mm-hmm. get some pics and whatnot. And also Twitter. Only stupid answers. Just take out the vowels from stupid yank yep. those out of there you don't need them in there uh but yeah we'll be posting photos soon yes on it, it should be it should be up by the time this posts there you go and there green screen go ahead and edit us into fun th- things 
be nice. Or in videos. Yeah. Also be nice. Nah. Uh, but we appreciate you guys. Thanks for tuning in. Let us know your thoughts on Blair Witch, um, American Horror Story Season 6. Episode 1. Episode 1. And if you guys are going to stick with it, also let us know what we should talk about on future episodes. Um, we got a fun one coming out next week, so tune in. Yes. Uh, and the way you do that is by subscribing to us on iTunes. Uh, only Stupid Answers on there. Make sure you rate yes. and review after you listen to them. Uh, we appreciate it. Also, SoundCloud. Mm-hmm. Super easy if you don't have iTunes. Uh, you just make sure you like it, repost it, follow us there. Super easy. And also Audio Boom. Audio Boom, too. Go ahead and check out Audio Boom. Audio Boom's pretty cool. And also, more outlets soon. We're working on it. Be patient, which you guys have been, and we mm-hmm. appreciate that. So, But very soon, you'll be having it on many other platforms, and you guys will be listening to it maybe too many times. But no. uh, <laughs> uh, any last final thoughts for Did the kids? Did you think about what your other plug was that you forgot? Mm-mm, the clue. second we stop recording, you'll remember. And I'll be like, God damn it. Yeah. God damn it. There's nothing it. we can do. Nah. Not at no. all. I got nothing. We love you. We love you. We'll see you next time. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.